Welcome to Sermon q and I'm Pastor Alex here in the studio with Pastor Craig and Pastor Michael. And on March 20th, 2022, we preached the last sermon in our series, How Jesus Made Followers. And so our question this morning is from Pastor Michael. And the question is this, should I tell someone if I think they are a cultural Christian? I think yes, probably, but how you do that is I think going to be a pretty important. So for example, if I'm not a Christian, I already know that a Christian, at least I should know that I'm going to hell. Right. But if I am a cultural Christian, I have no notion. Right. Um, so I think I'm going to I, heaven. Actually, yes, yeah, I'm yeah. fairly positive and I have no doubts. I actually don't think about it quite a bit because right. I'm relying on something other than personally trusting in Christ for the forgiveness of my sins. And, but here's the deal. You'll never meet a cultural Christian who says, Oh, I'm a cultural Christian. I think I'm going to heaven, but I'm actually not. Like, that's just not a category. They don't even right. know they're already there. Yeah. The, so I think there's a sensitivity to the reality that um, it the, the real gospel, when they get it, is going to mm. land much, much harder. It's going to be a larger deconstruction for them than yes. is as if a non-Christian were to become a Christian. So can I just ask a quick question? Oh, please, yeah. So cultural Christian means what? That's a great question. So uh, in my message, here's how I defined it. Someone who thinks they're a Christian because, and then we put in a fill in the blank, yeah. because there's a million things that could go un mm -hmm. under that. Like anything, like, anything. It could be because I was born into a Christian family, because I got baptized, because I was confirmed, I go to church, because I, yeah, I, right, right. I serve, I give, yeah, right. I'm nice, I went on a mission trip. Right. There are a gajillion reasons that people use to try to, I don't know, justify, I'm, a, I'm better than everyone else. God loves me. I'll go to heaven because... Yes. And I, I like Jesus. But the last part of the definition, I think, is the most important. Uh, it says, but if they die today, they would not go to heaven. So right. when Jesus met Nicodemus, he was not a cultural Christian. He was a cultural Jew. Right. And he was relying on all of these things to get him to heaven, except for apologizing to God and trusting in him and asking him to save him. Mm -hmm. um, Which but, is ironic because yeah. he's sitting across from God right, having yeah. this conversation. Yeah, right. and, and Jesus is trying to tell him, and he's like, I don't get it. And, yeah. and the conversation between Jesus, the Savior, Nicodemus, a cultural Jew, is exhausting. It's really long. Yes. In fact, like my sermon was probably like that part of it even felt longer. And I'm like, imagine how Jesus felt. Right. When right. He, he said talked, the same thing like three different ways, three different times. Right. right? Yeah. And, and when you talk to a cultural Christian, you have to have – an a really remarkable amount of patience yeah. because uh, here's the best way to say it. It's not their fault. Mm -hmm. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. And if you're a cultural Christian, you don't have the Holy spirit. So when you're talking to somebody, um, what awakens the mind um, to trusting in Christ is the gospel. Mm -hmm. So should I tell somebody you should figure out a way as strategically as you can to get the gospel in front of them as frequently as humanly yeah. possible. So I'd like a couple ideas here. Um, one of them would be talk to them as if they are a Christian, um, but bring everything back to the gospel as if they're not a Christian. Yep. So I'm going to talk about my faith. I'm mm -hmm. going to talk about church and we're talking about my relationship with God mm -hmm. and knowing probably deep down in their brain, they're going to think he's weird. Um, yep. But I'm going to keep coming back to my conversation yeah, the only reason I'm going to heaven is because of Jesus. I'm going to keep coming back to these. You know, what's interesting is like Jesus did this with Nicodemus to a degree because he gave right. Nicodemus like you're the teacher of Israel, right? Yeah, like you, you should he, know this. he gave him all of these like uh, qualifiers that yeah. he, you know, he had some justification. Yeah. Yeah. But then at the same time, Jesus was sharing the gospel with over him. And over, over and over. What and I over like about again. that is uh, he said, you're you're a teacher and you don't know this. And then what he's really saying is, how many stories from the Bible have you taught and you've missed it every time? Oh, yeah. this, right? And that I think that's what made Nicodemus angry because he he got angry. He said, how can these things be? He just, mm. he got 
kind of frustrated, right? Yeah. Frustrated. Because like you said, he thought he was there, but then Jesus challenges him with his actual beliefs and strips away all of the stuff that he's been working on his whole Mm -hmm. life to get him into heaven. And now he's frustrated. He's angry. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he's, he's put out that this, this guy that he's never met before Mm -hmm. is teaching him Mm -hmm. when he should be teaching this other guy. I, so one of the things I love that Jesus does, is he pulls out that random passage from Numbers 21 about the serpent, yes. you know? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sure you know about this. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And which is so uh, something that, how do you say this? Uh, religious teachers love to do. Oh, there's this random verse in this random book in the middle right. of nowhere that no one talks about. <laughs> right. You know that you one, know right? You know about that one, right? And I love how Jesus is like, oh, you know that random Numbers 21? They didn't have yeah. numbers back then, but or the, I mean, remember the numbers. snake on the pole? Yeah. You remember the snake on the pole, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know I'm oh, the teacher. Course, yes. Talking about me, bro. Like that's what's going <laughs> yeah. on. But he he speaks to him as if he's as if he knows the word, right. but then repeats the gospel over and over again. I think mm-hmm. that's just huge. Yep. Um, another one would be uh, invite them to go to a Bible study with you, where you know the leaders are true Christians. Yeah. Um, and it should be the easiest thing in the world to say, "Oh, let's go yeah. to a Bible study together," because I'm going to treat mm-hmm. you like you're a Christian, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put you in an environment where I know the gospel is going to be preached. Um, If they're a cultural Christian, I had this section in my message where we talked about, you might be a cultural Christian if, and I had Mm -hmm. 12 or 13 indicators. And um, usually cultural Christians don't go to church a lot. They go to church unless there is like nothing else going on. Mm -hmm. And even then it's like, I got to, you know, the 11 o'clock, it's really hard to get to, you know, because every other day of the week I wake up at 6.30, but waking up today at 10.30, is is a challenge, right? It, so before COVID, it's where we got the word Christer from. Yes, yeah, people who go on Christmas and right, Easter. Right, yeah, right. that's a, yeah. I would say the exception to that is yep. there is a particular generation uh, yes. of Americans who just go to church <laughs> religiously, yeah, right? right uh, yeah. Because that's what it means to be a good person. Yep. And right. typically, they're older. Yes, typically, and yep. there are exceptions. Don't get me wrong, right? But, uh, but invite them to go to a church with you and uh, find a church that is. You want to find the tension, I think, between not a secret church, although mm-hmm. that could be valuable if they're a secret Christian, a secret church that might actually proclaim the full gospel, the right. real gospel every time. That's rare. Find one that uses the Bible. Yeah. Find yeah. one that uses the Bible. Yeah. Put them back in the Word of God. Somebody mm-hmm. who can For explain sure. not just what it says, but what it means and mm-hmm. apply it. I think it's going to be really valuable. And then um, lastly, just remember, if they're a cultural Christian, um, they have likely, there are exceptions, but they have likely never been challenged to make a personal decision for Christ. Mm. Um, worldly Christians, they were like, there's the mm. people who they heard the gospel, they made a profession and they right. walked away from the faith. That's a different category. Yep. These are people who are, believe they're Christians, um, have never been pushed to make a personal decision for Christ mm. usually. So the very notion of a conversation where you say, you need to actually personally apologize to God for mm. your sin. Uh, you yeah. sinned against him, and now you need to ask him to save you and forgive you right. because you believe in Jesus' death and resurrection. That notion, and so in the last few weeks that we've been teaching in John, we I'm positive we have a bunch of cultural Christians at our church, and and uh, I just keep pressing the personal decision yeah. because that is a novel yeah. concept. What I loved when I did the study in John three is in mm-hmm. these five verses mm-hmm. where we 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 know John three sixteen pretty mm-hmm. well, but in the in the five verses that surround it, from like fourteen to seventeen or whatever. When Jesus is explaining this crucial point to Nicodemus, and he missed every time, Mm. uh, the word belief, the word son, son of God, or him referring to son of God, it's in five verses, like six times, like five times. And so if you reduce it down to just those, you know how you do those word cloud things? Mm -hmm. If you pull that out of that passage, it's Mm -hmm. very interesting. Um, I don't have it right in front of me, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's something like, 
you must believe in the Son mm. in order to escape condemnation. Yep. Those are the words that are over and over and over and over. And, over and, and, over and, and Nicodemus and did not understand and those words. Yeah. So here's the thing. 65% of our culture in America claims to be Christian, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. And every time you turn on the news, everybody's waxing eloquent as a theologian, mm-hmm. right? Jesus wouldn't do this, you know, because somebody told me that, or I never, I never right. read it for myself. And so uh, we're, it's pervasive in our mm-hmm. culture that everybody thinks they're okay with God because we are a, quote, Christian nation. Yeah. So striking up a conversation like this, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. I think could be kind of offensive mm-hmm. uh, to people because they've never been talked to like that before. Yeah. Yeah. And they assume things about who they are and what they've been doing their whole lives mm-hmm. that are simply not true. Yeah. And that's just a tough conversation to have. Yeah, and it's probably fair to say, like, you shouldn't jump out and say, uh, you're probably not a Christian, right? Yeah. Like that's not going to be that's not going to get you on you, the best. You actually leg. could be wrong if you say that because right. they might you don't they know. might have never been taught. Right? They might. I mean, there are so many possibilities. Right. I mean, I, I'm going to say it's probable. Like, and this pure definition of they've never made a personal decision for Christ. Right. But there are some people who they did, and they're just super immature. Right. Maybe they're a baby Christian, and could that, be. Yeah, and that's right. where I'm like a little more tender. I'm, I'm slow to cast a to, yep. like a total judgment on something. Yeah. So just like yeah, I think put them in situations again and again and again where they hear the the yeah. real gospel, yep. and that's going to be what's special. And and mm-hmm. if they this is what somebody came up to me afterwards. I'm sorry, this is just a tender subject for me mm-hmm. too because somebody came up to me afterwards and they. They know people who they think are cultural Christians is breaking their heart. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, how do I have this like this conversation with them? Yeah. How do I do it? And I said, just, just talk to them lovingly and assume that they know things. And if the spirit of God is in them and they're just baby Christians, they're going to find a hunger for yeah. God that they've never That's had true. before. Gonna... And that, that just f- let them feed on that for a while. That's good work. Well, thanks guys for that. Mm-hmm. And we would invite you to stick around for more questions on Sermon Q&A.